A tipsy monologue. I want to thank all of you, my beloved sisters and brothers, for coming out tonight. But I'm here tonight to tell you that it is time for you to stop running away from being black. You should think. It is time for you to understand that you, as the growing intellectuals of this country, that you must define beauty for black people. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is another episode of A Tipsy Monologue. This is your girl, Lyrical Freedom. I am so excited to be back, y'all. Y'all don't even understand. I got another banger for you. I just want y'all to know that, you know, I have to come with the heat because I've been missing for a couple weeks. Okay, more than a couple weeks. I ain't gonna lie. I don't even know, man. It's like so much going on. I will say that I apologize for my absence. I love the fact that, you know, I have an actual, you know, mini audience. And like I said, I told you guys a long time ago, I don't care about the number. I got my little mini audience and they've been checking for me and looking for me. And, you know, I told you guys a long time ago, I have so much to do um, on a regular basis. And then I ended up, you know, having some clinicals to do for school so those were taking up 14 hour days I, for two three weeks I'm sorry guys I know it's been a while um so I just want to go ahead and get into this podcast you know it has been a hell of a 2020 can we all agree can we all agree it has been a crazy 2020 you know I've seen so many memes and so many different things uh going around about you know we should just throw 2020 away me personally I feel the same way like let's just throw it away and just start anew man like it's crazy like just thinking back and I really want to say that it all started with you know, a death of a legend, or at least for the United States, you know, it all started with the death of of a legend, you know, RIP to Kobe Bryant, but after that, I was just like, what in the hell, like, we literally went down from there, and, you know, I felt it, a lot of other people that I know felt it, Um, social media has definitely felt it, our community, our black community has felt it tremendously, um, you know, not just with the COVID, but just with all the other shit that's going on. And we all know what's going on, man. If anybody can agree, man, anxiety is sky high. I will say that anxiety is something that, you know, I've struggled with my almost, you know, basically half my life, but not to this level. And I will say that you know, for me, I've tried to take breaks from social media, um, you know, for a week straight, every couple of weeks or whatever, because I'm not missing nothing. I wasn't, you know, I'm not missing nothing. I'm really supposed to be focusing on other stuff anyway, you know. Um, but yeah, just taking breaks and journaling and, you know, lighting candles and getting rid of all the bad energy and stuff like that. And it just seems like it's still not enough. Uh, it's, it's crazy, you know, it's crazy because I, I know some people, especially, you know, some of my friends that I talk to, they haven't even been, they, they haven't been, like, p- 
personally affected by COVID because they they were still going to work. Like they weren't losing hours at their job. They weren't um, on furlough or on unemployment or whatever the case may be. They weren't on none of those things. And you know, it's it's definitely something that uh, it's hard for some people. Uh, I will even say for myself. You know, in the beginning of March, when all of this, when all the the numbers were skyrocketing, you know, my mom ended up getting COVID. And I think I told you guys that on another podcast. And so because of that, I had to be her, you know, caretaker for weeks and making sure that we worked out, you know, every day outside, you know, not no huge workouts in the beginning, but, you know, walking and um, drinking tons of water just to get once she got back on her feet and stuff just to continue to keep building her lungs and stuff. So it was hard, man. And I will say that I didn't think that that affected me until now, you know, not wanting to go certain places with certain people. Um, if it's too much, if it's too many people, which is more than two, <laughs> then I ain't going. Um, I won't be there. And it's hard because when is the right time to go back out? Like, when is the right, when is it going to be the right time? Everybody else was like, if they going to the beach. They going to the club. I didn't see people at the club. I didn't even know the clubs was open. You know, I didn't see people, you know, everywhere. Um, at festivals and fairs and uh, Six Flags. And so it was really, it's really crazy to see, like, two different dynamics. Like, yes, I have definitely gone out the house way more than I ever, than I have since this whole thing started. But it's hard. And, you know, if you are a listener and you've been affected by the COVID, like, I want to tell you, man, I commend you for pushing through, you know, because it is a tough, tough situation, um, and it's very unfortunate. Uh, Now, do do I believe that all the numbers are accurate? Absolutely not, Um, and that's just my opinion. I believe that they saw that people were getting bored (laughs) with the COVID, and they were like, shoot, well, let's make it even more, you know? I mean, they were talking about um, thousands of cases in one day from the protests, even though it takes, even though the symptoms stay dormant up, can stay dormant up to 14 days. So, um, you know, it, it, 19,000 people didn't get tested in one day. You, you feel me? So it's just a lot of um, hoopla. That's what I call it. So I'm just, you know, I'm just seeing the world. And I guess... <laughs> And I guess that's why 2020 is is, is a um, crap show because I'm seeing, you know, a lot of people are seeing the world for what it is. You know what I'm saying? It has been crazy, like crazy. I mean, I literally went to a black movement protest. Like we haven't had a protest on this magnitude ever in history sorry but we haven't you know and you know a part of it is more of other races are starting to band with us more um people are tired of being in the house so they're they're more prone to go out and protest um you know more people are not having to wake up in the morning on monday and go to work so they can go to these Monday protests and these Sunday protests and, you know, so it's just a lot of different uh, factors that play in it, you know what I'm saying? And I will give the credit to this this generation, this era of the world, we're not, we don't take as much crap, I would say. Um, and I really believe that, you know, I, I believe that we would um, 
die for a cause or, you know, because we don't want to stand for nothing. So, and that's my motto. Am I going to willingly, you know, go out and do something stupid? Absolutely not. But if it's, if it's something that is powerful and, 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 and great for our people or for the community, period, not just our people, but just equality, period, um, then I'm going to go do that. You know, I didn't join the NAACP in 2015 for nothing. You feel me? So it's just, yeah, man, like just so much. It's so much. And like I said, it started back in January. Um, The energy in 2020 is off. I'm all about energy. I don't even want to travel. You know, not even because of COVID. Like, this could be December, and they could say, oh, the cases have dropped. It's something about this year that's just not right. Something about this year that's just telling people to sit at home and and do more for themselves, you know, because everybody, and that was an, that's another factor. I just thought about that. That was another factor that played in the, the worldwide um, um, protests that have been happening is because uh, people have to sit at home and there's no distractions. You know, normally most distractions would be NBA, the the MLB, you know, the NFL, um, all of these different sports and stuff like that are on TV that can distract people. So when um, police brutality was happening before, you know, it was we were angry, but we were only angry for a certain period of time. And yes, there were people that were protesting, obviously, but I'm talking about as far as this magnitude. And you know, people use you know people is that's trauma for our people that's trauma for our community and so with that people were using distractions you know what I'm saying and so now they don't have any distractions so we have to actually face it we actually have to be like oh my gosh like this is what's out here and it's everywhere there is not like just one social media platform or media platform that's showing this it's everything and see back in the day they didn't have the technology to actually you know, show certain things, and even when they started having the technology, it was frowned upon or even illegal in certain states to even tape and record um, these things and put them on social media. They were banned it immediately. Now, there are there are no bans. You know, what I'm saying so, you're actually seeing people, you know, withering away slowly right in front of your face, not directly, but on a phone, on a laptop, on on a social media platform where you're actually looking at a video. And you're like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like this man, this woman is literally dying slowly right here, right now, you know? And it's a, it's a huge, huge, um, unfortunate situation. It's beyond unfortunate. It's, you know, there are no words to describe the, um, the audacity that, you know, certain human beings think that they have. Uh, so it's a lot. You know, and I think this, I think that if we had to choose between not protesting at all and, you know, staying indoors because of COVID or protesting and, you know, risk the possibility or whatever, uh, we would choose that, that the latter because the, the, the inequality and the approach that is happening in our uh, world and in our country is way more deadlier um, and will always be deadlier than uh, a disease, a COVID-19. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the people, the young women and men and older women and men and uh, black, white, Hispanic, non-Hispanic, you know, Latina, whatever, you know, uh, I, I Asian, I really commend 
you know, these people stepping out and, and using this platform, even if it's a trend right now. Because, you know, a lot of people are saying that on social media, too. They're talking about, oh, well, will you stand for us when it's not trending anymore? That's one of the posts I saw. And to me, I'm like, does it matter? You know, does it matter? Because at the end of the day, I would rather them stand with us because it's trending than not stand with us at all, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, at first we were mad because they weren't standing with us, period. Now that they're standing with us because it could be a fad and a, and a trend. But who cares? You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, when you have multiple of other other races that stand with our black community, there are change. There, there, are, there are certain changes that do happen um, because some of them have more, some of them have a voice in, some, in certain communities. And so let them be in outreach. You know what I'm saying? Let them be used for the benefit of other people for a change. Let them, you know what I'm saying? Even if it is just a trend, let them do, let them do that. Why stop them or, or, or bash them from being, for wanting to hop on a bandwagon, wagon. you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't get mad when when fans hop on bandwagons of uh, different NFL teams, different NBA teams. Y'all talk trash, which I don't care, for real, for real. So why I care about this band? You know what I'm saying? Why I care about this trend? And that's how I feel about it. So just, let, you know what I'm saying? Let them do them. Like, let them do that. If it's the, for the greater of us, of our good, then whatever. You know what I'm saying? As long as they're not harming us, I'm cool with that. Um... So yeah, man, it's just been, it's been a, it's been a, it's been one hell of a 2020, man. Um, like I said, I took a, I, I, I did take a little break from my podcast because I, I just, I didn't know like, it's what to say. And I'm not gonna, I will never record and in, in, in falsify uh, my personality, um, bring on a facade, any of that, never. Um, if I don't feel up to it if I don't feel um like I'm going to be genuine I'm not gonna record you know what I'm saying so I might miss a couple Friday you know a couple whatever whatever days I decide to post I might miss a couple weeks I might miss a uh, you know two three weeks hopefully it's not months because I definitely don't want it to be months but you know that's a part of my mental health and my well-being you know what I'm saying and you know I talk about this so much you know I my first my very first episode of of my podcast last year last March was self-love you know what I'm saying and and really and really knowing like when to give yourself more than what you're giving for others you know so it's definitely um it's definitely something and I have some stuff in the works man like I like I said 2020 then shot my whole thing up like I was going to have a um pop-up podcast thingy going on at a coffee shop that I was going to invite, you know, just invite people, um, just so they could hear more about, you know, what I do for my podcast and build my audience. And then I was going to have some merch, um, you know, some small stuff or whatever, little t- you know, t-shirts and mugs and wine glasses, because it's called a tipsy monologue, pour into your soul, you know? Um, but a lot of that has been on a standstill. So obviously that probably won't be happening until later this year, um, early next year. So just be on the lookout for that, man. Um, I'm not stopping the grind. I refuse to not, I refuse to stop the grind. And I will say this time, (laughs) 
because I always say that a tipsy monologue is not about being drunk, but this time I actually have a glass of wine. And it's delicious, you know? It's red wine. That's all I drink is red wine. Um, and it's very... I don't drink it often. But anyway, so... I had me some little wine, you know, trying to open up the open up the the my my palate and my mind to be able to really really dive into you know the discussion today and I will say that I had a so let me tell y'all so I had and it like I said I had some clinicals and one of them was group counseling right <clears throat> and when I tell you that the book that we had to read and that we had to answer these uh, topic questions, they were so deep. Um, one of them was what tragedies in your life uh, have happened to make you who you are today? You know what I'm saying? And then another one, which, you know, I kind of loved it, but it was uh, one that had, it was about anxieties that are in your life currently. Um, and of course, you know, most people will talk about the pandemic and stuff like that. And, you know, that is a part of it for me, too. But I will say that one of the things that one of the things that I really wanted to to get off my chest, man, it would definitely have to be not feeling like I'm fulfilling everything in my life that I wanted to fulfill. And yeah, we know I'm young. You know, I still have long ways to go. Um, so I don't think I've said this on this platform, but I, one of my anxieties right now, other than the, you know, the pandemic and stuff like that, would definitely have to be um, what my future holds. So if anybody that is a listener um, has been diagnosed with PCOS, then this is the information for you, man. So... PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome, okay, and it is, it's definitely something that I will say has taken me a while to discuss without, I'll say discuss without, you know, really getting emotional about it, yeah. So, for me, what it is is basically, okay, so polycystic ovarian syndrome is um, is something that happens in a lot of women. It's a hormonal disorder, you know. Um, basically, it enlarges ovaries, and you could possibly have small cysts on the outer edge, but we don't know. Uh it's like it's more so of the symptoms that really bother uh, women than 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 it is like the actual uh, you know <clears throat> syndrome or whatever. So a lot of the symptoms are like unwanted hair, you know, because women don't you know women naturally don't want to be hairy, you know, what I'm saying so unwanted hair in places that you. women normally wouldn't have hair um you know acne can sometimes happen and these are symptoms that don't necessarily happen with everybody it's just you know these are just the symptoms overall um 
so your acne um hormones really out of whack so sometimes people develop diabetes um sometimes people oh weight gain is a tremendous thing we hold water uh, more so as well yeah so we hold water more and the biggest thing is infertility could possibly happen um a lot of miscarriages and stuff like that so uh for me, knowing that the being diagnosed about, what was it, three years ago, you know, I was 24, 23, 24, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, I get to have sex without a condom. Just kidding, guys. That's, if you're listening, strap it up. But it was just, a, you know, a thought in my head, oh, yeah, I don't have to worry about this, I don't have to worry about that. But then I realized going back, years so when I was 23 24 going back about three four years before then realizing why I ended up having um a miscarriage uh after two or three months of being pregnant um I was wondering why I was like why did this happen and the doctors couldn't figure it out and that probably because it probably was because of my PCOS now I know some women that um I'm in a group with PCO, you know, women who are diagnosed with PCOS, and it's a phenomenal group, and they literally talk about how they've had several miscarriages, and then they had three kids, you know, so it's definitely not something that um, will stop somebody, won't stop somebody, the only times that it will is if somebody actually has to have a hysterectomy because of fibroids that can possibly build, or cysts that can possibly build, um, and if they're they're and if the cysts are too big and stuff like that, and they have to have surgery, um, sometimes that can they they will actually take out the, um, you know, take out all of the junk <laughs> to get, you know, and and that will leave them from being unable to conceive kids or whatever. So, well, high 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 chance of not being able to conceive kids. So it's just a that that. Um, you know, that plays a big part in my anxiety because I am getting older um, and I'm, you know, starting to think about that. Like, OK, you know, I don't have some of those symptoms, but, you know, how do I know? You know, what I'm saying how do I know that I'll be able to conceive kids? How do I know? Um, and when I say kids, I mean, kids, cause I only want one. But hey, you know, like, how will I know when, uh, you know, if it works or not, until I decide to say, hey, it works. Oh, and another thing is people, women tend to not have periods. Um, or they'll have extremely heavy periods, and so, you know, they'll get medicine to cut the period off, and you need a period to have a child. So either way, it's like a catch-22. Um, I'm one of those people that do not have do not have cycles. Sorry, I hit my glass. <laughs> um yeah so I'm one of those people that don't you know what I'm saying so when that that question came up in my class and we had to do a journal entry about it and then we had to read our journal entry out loud because we had to do we had to be um members of a group and our classmates were the um group leaders and so when we had to actually read those man I, I I did tear up because I was like I never I'm a woman, you know what I'm saying? I'm a woman who wants kids, and I'm a woman who wants a family. And so I never had to, when I was younger, I didn't have to think about that because I was just like, oh, I'm just going to have kids, whatever. And then, you know, life took its turn, and I was just like, wow, you know, what, what am I going to do? And so 
you know, because I've been in the house and I, you know, for me, like I always tie things back. (laughs) I I do that very, very well. Um, And so going back on this 2020 adventure that we're having and, and being in the house and, you know, I work from home right now. And so just having a lot of time to think I can't go to the movies. I can't do my self care things, which is going to spas and movie theaters. Um, or in traveling. So when I don't have these things, it's like now I have to think about, you know, something that I put in the back of my head because I was just like, mm, whatever, you know, it's going to happen. But it was more so of I was putting it in the back of my head so I can continue my life. You know, I can continue going to work and doing this and doing this and, f- and filling my life with things so I won't feel, you know, um, inadequate as, as a, you know, not as a woman because that, that doesn't define you as a woman, believe me but inadequate in a sense of not being able to perform the duties that I personally want to perform, which is having a child or, or, um, and I'm not saying, like I said, it's not for everybody, but specifically for me, that is. And so because of that, I was just like, wow. And so I'm, I'm having to sit here and think and evaluate and what am I going to do? And nah, 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 nah. And so you have all these doubts, man. And I know even if it's not this particular situation, um, you know, for my listeners, like I'm trying to tell you guys, the, the worst thing that you can do is to allow those thoughts to fester without talking to someone. It doesn't have to be professional, but like, a, you know, support one of your support systems. Um, without talking to somebody and or without journaling about it, you know, and 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 understanding which you know, understanding what you have accomplished and what you still can accomplish in this world. And so it's just it's something that you know is not really talked about. You know, it's just something that I had that people including myself have to really really understand and really know like when you are going through something especially in a time like this like stop you know just stop not pause stop doing certain things and 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 implement other things into your life you know what I'm saying so I bought a bucket list journal and it literally I wish I could show you guys but this is not YouTube but it's called My Bucket List, Living the Dream. And I will explain it as deep as I can. So it is a hardback. You probably can hear that. So this, I'm trying to tell you, man, I could be a, um, what is it? A, a, A-S, A-S-R-M? Uh, but yeah, so it has contents in it. And basically this book is amazing. Um, so the, it's like the introduction, of course, places to go and adventures to have, books to read, movies and shows to see, foodies, experiences to relish, um, good works to do, things to learn and achieve, right? And then at the bottom, it says, I haven't been everywhere, but it's on my list. And it's by Suzanne Sungtong. Song, Suntag. I'll just say Suntag, okay? Susan Suntag. And so... It's a black book with gold lettering. It's called My Bucket List, Living the Dream. And I'm doing free promotion. You should check it out. It's on Amazon. I think it's like $12 or something. And so in the beginning, it like literally has a wish list and everything. And so it's just really getting you to... And then, Oh, yeah. So then you got places or adventures, right? And so it has a before and an after. So the before part 
you have the target, the, the place you want to go or the venture that you want to do, the target date, cost, how to make it happen, planning details like who you're going to go with, where to stay, how to get there, what to bring. And then the after, the date you completed the, the venture, highlights, people who made it special, what surprised me the most, and did it live up to your expectations that has one through ten. You know, and this book is, you know, got like 150 pages in it. So it's not, you know, not a, like a light book. And it's just to get you started. And they call it a journal because you have to write in here, you know, the things that you want to do, the places you want to go, the, you know, people you want to see. And it really allows you to get in a zone of planning. You know, I bought this book about a week ago. Um, and I'm going to write down my first thing, which is I'm supposed to be going to the cabins in July. Now, I had to pick something you know, that was going to be relaxing, but also something that I know I wouldn't have high anxiety being there, um, you know, because not a lot of people are going to the cabins around this time, you know, um, and not a lot of people have gone because they just now starting to let people, you know, do those type of things in the last month or so. So I'm cool with that, you know, it's definitely something that, that I need to do for myself and also like get a regular journal. Like, you know how people sometimes we have like a journal or we have multiple journals, but we've already written in them. It's nothing like having a fresh new journal with fresh pages. And I bought myself one of those, you know what I'm saying? And you write in it, you write in it when you can. You don't put a time like, I'm going to write in this every day because that puts anxiety on you as well. And it doesn't make it relaxing. What it does is make it makes it a task. You know, it makes it something that you feel obligated to do. And that makes it a job, and which doesn't make it fun. So, you know, just do it whenever you can. And so I say all of this to say, like, we really have to understand where we're at in the moment and where we're at when it comes to all of these things happening in the world. Like, my world has shifted because now I am thinking about my future. I don't even have, I'm not even in a relationship, people. Like, I should be thinking about this if I'm in like a year or two relationship and like my bae is talking about, I don't even call dudes bae. I don't know why I said that. Um, my man, my honey, you know, is talking about marriage or talking about possibly getting married or engagement or whatever, like the future with me. That's when, you know, maybe I have a little anxiety maybe I you know what I'm saying like okay well maybe we have to find alternatives and stuff like that to certain things um just in case you know like a plan b and c but I shouldn't be planning these things by myself number one because all that does is manifest me to be uh setting myself up possibly to be a single mom you know I don't want to do that so I shouldn't even be planning these things so in my head when I got to that place what did I do I had to stop not pause it because I don't want to replay it. I don't. I mean, I don't want to play it again. Like it's like a, it's like a, your brain is like a. Like when I say stop and pause, you know, when somebody says, you know, pause those thoughts for a minute. No, because it's like a it's like a um like your phone. You played your you know you're playing your music and stuff, and you gotta pause it to order your food, and then you gonna and then you gonna play it again. I don't want it to play, so you stop it. If you stop it and you swipe out of your phone, if you have an iPhone, if you don't, trash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> If you swipe out of your phone, if you have an iPhone, and you swipe all the apps out, when you go back into your Apple Music or Spotify or whatever you use, it's going to automatically, it's going to go to all songs now. It's not going to have that, that last song up. 
So now you got to go either find that song again or you have to go find a new song to play. It's not going to have that song. So now Spotify will. I don't know. I don't like Spotify when they do that. So sometimes. So when I say that, I'm using my brain as Apple Music. I'll just go with Apple Music. And I'm going to swipe out of it. And I'm going to choose another song to play. And I think that when we start to come accustomed to understanding that this is not where I need to be right now in my head. This is not where I need to be thinking. This is not what I need to be doing. Let me stop that. Let me stop that, refocus, and then go this way. You know, my podcast is one of my big, my big, one of my bigger um, outlets to releasing anxiety because I get to talk to you guys, you know, spread awareness with certain things um, as well as disclose certain things about myself because it might benefit someone else. I didn't know until I started actually speaking about my story um, when it comes to my PCOS and it comes to, you know, things that I probably haven't told people. When it comes to that, when I started speaking that story, I didn't know how, how many, I didn't know that was so many women, um, not even so many, but certain women that I even know personally, or that they have moms and aunties and stuff like that, that literally have PCOS, literally dealt with what I was dealing with, uh, dealing with now, literally could not have kids and end up having two or three, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's not something that's the end all be all. You know, this isn't something, like, I I put this out here to say that if somebody is struggling with something, it's not the end-all, be-all, it's temporary. It's a temporary thing to kind of try to hold you, but also see where you can, you know, do things a different way for yourself. And with all the technology and all the stuff out here, you know, I just don't, and with God on my side, you know, I don't even, I I try to say, God as much as possible, you know, because it really, it, it, it is up to him for me. You know what I'm saying? It is up to him. If you do not believe in God, whatever you believe in, you know, it's up to you to believe in that purpose and knowing that there's a purpose for certain things in your life and a purpose for certain times that things happen. You know, I'm a firm believer. I, I tell this to my clients, but I can't, you know, I'm, I'm learning to take my own advice, basically. And I tell my clients, time is made by man. It is an illusion. There, Before there were clocks, there was just sun up and sundown. There was no times. You know what I'm saying? So you had to make up what you wanted to, what your limits were, what, your, what you needed to do that day within this specific quote-unquote time. Once the sun went down, you went to bed or you did other things or stuff like that. So, you know, just understanding that and, you know, make your life bucket list. That's how I feel. Like, let 2020 be the time. I, I'm seeing more, and that was the, that's something that I wanted to say. With this, even not even the whole all of 2020, because it just happened in March for United States. So March, April, May, and we're in the middle of June. So three and a half months. That ain't even been 12 months. Three and a half months of our lives have been this coronavirus, okay? Out of however old you are, okay? Three and a half months, and I'm seeing more black-owned businesses thriving. I'm seeing more people trying to find black restaurants, black herbs, 
black nail salons, black hair salons, black this, black that. I'm seeing so many more of our black people trying to build in our own communities than I ever have in my 27 years of living. If that's not the positive silver lining that you should see in COVID-19 and also with this whole uh, this whole 2020 uh, crap that's happening, then I don't know what you're doing with your life. I'm seeing more, um, and I'm not saying it. I'm not saying that. Oh, this outweighs police brutality. But let me just let me let y'all know. There, there are things that are happening that are causing our people to see the vision, not be distracted and see the vision, not be distracted by the new J's dropping or the PS5 that's about to drop. That's gonna be a thousand dollars. Or the or the um, or the new song, the new single, or the new movie that's dropped out, or the or the NFL playing, or the NBA playing. We are taking this time to actually see what is going on. We are making the biggest protest in history, in history. If that is not this positive silver lining that you should see as well, then you you playing with your life. I choose to look at the positive. Acknowledge the negative, but look at the, but focus on the positive. And see, a lot of people get that messed up. They think that, oh, when somebody's focusing on the positive, they're ignoring the negative. No, ma'am. No, no, no. Acknowledge the negative. Accept the things that you cannot change. And have the wisdom to know the difference. And there's some stuff in between, but I just need to use those two lines. Accept the things you cannot change. And have the wisdom to know the difference of the things you can and cannot change. Accept the negative, because it's only going to build you up. You know, even if you fall down, the negative still is what teaches you the lessons and teaches you knowledge and teaches you other things and teaches you how to be strong and teaches you what strength actually is and teaches you wisdom and teaches you all of these things. So acknowledge and accept the negative, but focus on the positive. Okay, this happened, but what's, what can we do to prosper through this moment? I see more prosperation, and hopefully that's a word, because y'all know I like to make up words. There was another word I made up. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> there was another word. Let me see. Prosperation. I'm going to be mad if, I, if this is not a word, guys. That's just your tracks today. I see a lot of um, people prospering. There we go. Yeah, because that ain't a word. Perspiration. What is perspiration? The process of sweating. That's nasty. Um, so, yeah. So, I see a lot of people that are uh, prospering through this through this situation. And I see a lot of people that aren't prospering. You know what I'm saying? Um, I see a lot of people being focused. I see a lot of people building their business. I see a lot of people. And let's be, let's, let's be honest. Another thing that I have, I have focused on is the fact that there are people, yes, we're in a recession right now. There are over 40 million people on unemployment right now. Don't quote me because I don't know the exact number. Um, that are on unemployment, right? Unemployment. Some people are getting paid more with that FPUC extra um, thing that happened with the stimulus. There are more people getting paid with unemployment than they were at their jobs. They were working 40 and 50 and 60 hours a week. Accept 
and acknowledge the negative, but focus on the positive people. There are things that I wouldn't be able, there, there are things that I wouldn't be able to do or other people wouldn't be able to do without the, some extra help, you know? And so we really have to get into them. We really have to know that we are our biggest critics and we are our biggest downfalls. So allowing other things to take precedence when you could use this as a, as your platform, man, y'all crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to say that, you know, I wanted to bring everything to the forefront. There are things that I was thinking about, you know, and I had to stop it. And like I said, rewinding this whole process, what I said, you know, if you can't remember anything else, stop the Apple music, slide it up, you know, um, remove the app, not remove the app, Geesh. slide it up, get rid of it, get, close it out, and push it again, find another song, get rid of it, you know, acknowledge it, uh, I don't like that song, why, because this, 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 and this, okay, cool, swipe it up, change the song, change the song, change the song in your life, are you going to have, and that's what I want y'all to take away from this, is the one question at the end of this, and hopefully you guys listen to this all the way through, the one question, what is your song for the day, every day you wake up, what is going to be your song for the day, if you can pick out your song, which you can, and it actually can be a physical song, you can get on Apple Music, or Spotify, whatever, and play your song for the day. What that song is, how happy it is, how vibrant it is, how loud it is, how turned up it is, how sad it is, is what your day is going to be set like. Because that's where your mind is at. Whatever song you choose is where your mind is at. Change your song. Change the tune in your voice. Change the tune in your thoughts. Change it. I have. And I'm still doing it. Okay, so this is another episode of a tipsy monologue. I am so excited of being able to get back with you guys and, you know, putting another podcast out. Like I said, you will not be missing me again. Follow me on IG at a tipsy monologue. Follow me on my regular IG at Lyrical Freedom. Follow me on Snapchat, K-Z-C-A-Y-Z-Y. Follow me on Facebook, Lyrical Space Freedom. It was so exciting to actually talk to you guys and, you know, just give me some feedback and also share this. Share, share, share. If I don't say anything else, please share this podcast. We want to build another black person's business. This is my LLC, guys. I paid for this. This is my business, and I will be doing more with this with days to come. All right, I love you all, and I thank you so much for the audience that I have. This has been a product of a Tipsy Monologue, LLC. A Tipsy Monologue.